Hello, the pharaoh is back after releasing a plague on the world. You're welcome, by the way. Thank you. In all seriousness, I am sorry for the long time getting this episode out. It is... But honestly, you know when you have so many ideas to do something, but you don't do any of them. Yeah, that's kind of what I had. And I've been working on other things as well, and life just hasn't really been fair. Yes, I blame myself for releasing this plague. And I've got a cold at the moment. It isn't the plague. Pharaohs are immune to it. Um, yeah, so, I'm all for, I'm all for interest. It's, it's <laughs> going to take me a while to kind of get back into the flow of it, because I've been gone for so long. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to remember how to speak, because as soon as you start recording, you forget how to speak, how to form sentences, and I'm hoping, now that the phone's slightly further away from my face, you won't hear my nostrils. So that's that, okay. Whew, breathe. So yeah. To the topic of this episode, um, speaking of things I've been working on, I've been working on a, some fan fiction, which I know what you're thinking. Smut. Smut with Levi and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, yeah, I know what you're thinking. I mean, I don't blame you. I look on the website that I post on, and there's some really, really cool pieces. I know um, the House of Silk, they got a really cool cool one and a good character as well but yeah most of them are really I'm not gonna say questionable I'm not gonna say mine's better because it's not like that um but yeah I, I know where you would get the idea from that that's what it is but no if anything there is literally nothing in it <laughs> like that I mean there's a plot in there so there is that if you hear me slapping, that's fine. That's just tea. Um, yeah, I can't... Okay, remember, where am I? Oh, yeah, and I've been doing the artwork for it. Um, because this is where the fan fiction, the idea of it, started with artwork. I was just doodling, doodling, doing a bit um, for a character. And um, after watching Attack on Titan, absolutely loved it. I wouldn't change a thing about it. It's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with it. And this whole, you know, the last 12 months, I've definitely got an obsession for anime. So I've started to draw people in that in that style. I really love the style, style of art now. So yeah, so I drew up a character. Um... And I thought, oh, okay, I've got to give this character a name. So I gave him a name, and I thought, oh, let's give him a bit of a backstory. How would they fit into the world? So, yeah, I said that, I kind of mentioned that, and I mentioned it to, um, I introduced the character to, um, say, Invader. And he gave me the idea to write it. Like, actually, either in a manga style, which I'm definitely not experienced enough, but that's, you know, a comic is definitely in the future for the character with a known story but he just kind of said write it down get the idea you know put her into the story don't just imagine it do it so i did 
And I must say, at this point where I created the character, I had brown hair. This is important, because when I describe the character, and if you know what I look like, it's going to sound like, oh gosh, you're just putting yourself in, like, the world. No, no, this character is not meant to be me, resemble me, or look like me. The only similarities we have is hair colour, because I copied their hair. You know, so, I stole off them, I'm imitating them. And, you know, we kind of like to, we have it very differently in mind, because we're so different. And I'm much smaller, but anyway. You'll be introduced to them soon. So yeah, so I started writing it. Started having notes. It's been through a lot of editing since. It is a very different story. Much longer story, much detailed than when I first posted it. When I first posted it. I think, you know, I, I think it was it was good. It was a little bit like, okay, this needed working on. So the past few months I've been working it. I've taken it off. Then I've uploaded it off again on again so it, it's been like that and I think now it's at the point where I would want to talk about it and you can find it if you are interested in Attack on Titan and original characters and trying to see how this character would fit in there you can find it on Archive of Your Own or AO3 as they call it under Opera Faro and the story title is Attack on Titan Demon of Fire, which won't make sense yet. But, you know, all in good time. All in good time. So, now what is this character's name and what is about them, you ask? Well, the, originally I was going to call them Hestia. Because of the, the, you know, the fiery hair colour and the idea I had for them, I, um, yeah, decided to call them a name and that's after, I think, the half-goddess, um, the Greek one. Which really makes sense to her character and even her personality traits are very much what you would think of, of a fiery goddess but not quite goddess of fire in terms of of that because i also like of domestic life in the hearth but i found hestia sounded very similar to historia so i knew i would have got them confused and so would the readers maybe not that i was even expecting to have readers i just thought like i'll just put it up there write it up just so i can read it through so then i settled for vesta one thing i thought it was Sounds more of a, an Attack on Titan name, and I don't know, I thought it just sounded a bit more unique, as I don't really know a character in Attack on Titan that, with name that starts with a V, so I thought that'd be, and her, so I thought, you know, that was the name that I settled on, I was like, okay, that's it, this is it, and that is when I introduced her, like, properly when I had that name. Her last name is Brand, which is German, which does it does have a fiery meaning as well, but it also means sword and sword maker, which will go into her family heritage and what she likes to do. So her age ranges from about 18 to 24, depending on the timeline um, that you see it, you know, some I thought, you know, maybe make her a bit older, like closer to like her late twenties, but then 
I did think, but then I would have to do a lot of the backstory and things like that. So I thought I have a similar age to the 104th. Not too similar, so that she can be almost like a big sister, but not like to them. That's kind of the interaction she has with a lot of them. But then not too old that she has a like a leadership role. I still wanted her quite young and accomplishing things at such a young age as she before being a scout she was an engineer and she started engineering at about 10 and making the ODM gear which is what her I guess her preferred thing is to do and what she she really likes building crafting things and making weaponry which is what led her into wanting to um use it as well one second need some more tea that and i need to breathe because i don't think i've breathed in the past nine minutes um so yeah i gotta think what did i just say it really has been a while it really has <laughs> so yeah so that's kind of about a lot about her um her personality it you know it does go through a lot she has and her personality at the beginning is very different to i guess how it how it ends up and i don't want to like spoil what goes on even though most of the plot is it is attack on titan as i've left it very canon kind of i've just put her into that world into that plot but she's kind of she's not the main character of it She's the main character of the story, of course, because it's her story. And she's the main character in her own events. But the events of Attack on Titan don't evolve around her. It's still... Eren is very much the... Um, the lead and who it is all about. She's just... This is kind of just like what she's up to. What she's doing. And what her part is in all of it. And how her ability... Um, can isn't like an asset and would be a help for this world and when when kind of trying to forge her personality and her interests i didn't want to make her super super smart as we have hanji i also didn't want to make her super um the most amazing fighter because we have mikasa in terms of female characters and you know you have leva and i didn't want her to you know, have to be better, like, okay, she's gonna have to be the strongest, if anything, she's not. Most of when you see her, especially in the earlier seasons, she's losing, she's falling down, she's, her gear's breaking, and she's getting injured, because I wanted her to fight quite normally. She's very skilled when it comes to weaponry, and her, let's say her skills make her better for killing people, than titans but and it's a it's a big world and uh, did want her to be really realistic she falls down she learns a lot she has a, she has flaws that was the most important thing before i wrote down any of what she could do what she, i thought what can't she do and lots of things that i thought she can't do she's not good with a bow and arrow she's not really good because she starts off as a as a leader but she's not very good at putting tasks onto her 
her squad and her teammates. She's not good at sharing things with her teammates. Not because she's um, selfish and she wants glory, but because she just she thinks it's easier. She just does it all herself. So then that she can't feel guilty and she won't have to feel guilty if anything happened to them. Um, so yeah, so that's, you know, one flaw of her. Another flaw of hers is that she does act out of emotion. And it's quite a, it's quite a snap. She doesn't really think of it. When she's upset, she will lash out. Um, when she's angry, she'll do the same. So she doesn't really take a lot of time to pause. She's very expressive with her emotions. She's very emotional. Um, which in a way can be both a strength and a weakness of what she, she can and can't do. She also can't really make tea, from what I thought. And I, I don't know, I thought this was really funny. Someone who loved tea, who just can't really make it that, that well. Um, and, you know, there is a scene that I put in there where, you know, she's discussing her tea making. And I thought that was fun. I do like writing the more fun, light-hearted scenes as much as the deaths and the torture. Because it does, it, it starts off that way. You know, I don't really ease it in and that was I think the scene that was the most difficult how do you start it how do I um how do I introduce her do I introduce her in a mission do I introduce her I think but then I I knew that I had to introduce her with fighting people because titans aren't the thing she fights the most they aren't the thing that she um finds most personal to fight she is all about she knows that men have been her enemy since childhood. That it's been men that she's been... Well, not men, men, but it's been humans that she's been fighting. It's them who have brought her harm. Um, so I was like, okay. I have to introduce her in a conflict with humans. Which is where the first scene comes in. Which has, which does come back in the end and there is a, a kind of a pause. But, yeah, it was also the most difficult, and it was the one that needed editing the most. But now I've definitely got it to a point where I'm like, okay, I am satisfied. This is brutal enough, but necessary. So, not making her too smart, not making her too athletic, it's making sure that she has weaknesses in both areas. Um, instead, I made her more practical. She puts her mind to um, engineering and things like that, but usually it's Hanji that's coming up with the ideas of it. And it's Vesta who just puts it together. But then she also has ideas of making things as well. But the science behind it and the logics behind it, she discusses with Hanji. Which is one thing I think that's really good in making sure that the characters need each other. And that she can interact with these characters rather than doing... When she's on, like, in battle, she does like to go off, wander off, do it herself. But when it comes to engineering and things like that, even though she likes quietness, it is um, important to have her interact with someone and not just be... Because she's not... She's a very social. She's a very social. Um, she gets along with lots of people. And not so much with others. But, yeah, she gets on. She's social. She's not. It's only when comes to battle she just kind of forgets that she's in a team and she just does stuff 
but yeah, she's very, very compassionate, very protective, especially against um, young, young children and things like that. And it makes sense of how her childhood was like, of why she's so protective. And then also, with you know, what is to come in the future chapters, which, um, well, the final part of what Attack on Titan Part Two will be. There's also another good reason for that. I won't say no spoilers, you have to read it and wait for the anime. Because I'm not releasing that chapter before the anime comes out. I'm releasing it either just after or just as it finishes. At least then you can have a little bit of a Attack on Titan content whilst getting over the ending. And Attack on Titan is just... I don't know, I'm not ready to say goodbye to that yet, ever. But I'm also not ready, I don't know. I don't want to wait any longer for it, but then I also want to wait another year. Because at least that's another year of it being an ongoing anime. Then I'm like, I'm involved. Because usually I wait till the very end to get into something. Like, once it's all out. But I love being involved in the hype and the anticipation and the, like, oh, there's a date for this. This is when the first episode is, or... Oh, what's the soundtrack going to be? It's been so good and I like it so much. <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I was not even this anxious about the Game of Thrones finale. And if I know what the Game of Thrones finale would have been, I wouldn't have been so anxious. But that's another that's another episode, I think. And you know what? I think um, Sam Vader should... Watch the series just so he can do a You Have Failed episode on Season 8 Game of Friends. Just saying, just an idea. And it's the other seasons worth. Anyway, okay, this is not a Game of Friends episode. Um, <laughs> which may be a Game of Friends fanfiction correcting the last season. Okay, lots of those are out there to be fair and they're really good. They're really good, I like them. And that's when kind of like having lots of smut in them. They're the stories that's like, okay, you know what, that makes sense. If anything, that's really accurate to the tone of the thing. With this, I don't really have... While there is... There is kind of a romantic element to it a bit. I don't want too much of it, especially... Um, it wasn't the intention to have anything at all. And when I thought, oh, okay maybe there could be a romance for her it wasn't the character that everyone thought it would be i was thinking oh you know what her and jean actually get on really well and i'm kind of i don't know i'm liking the vibe <sighs> okay deep breaths again one one sec i need some tea so yeah they had a good vibe but then the more i wrote uh scenes with her and levi they felt like a natural fit but even then, it wasn't anything. It's still unacquainted. It's still a very slow burner. Because there's a war against Titans going on. You know, this neither of these characters have time to romance. And neither of them are interested in it yet. They've both lost so much. And Vesta, she does lose a lot. I put her, put her through misery. Cause, and they're one of my favourite scenes to write. As well as the fun ones. Like, some really miserable ones. Like, like she's scarred to the high heavens. It is 
beautiful, mainly because I really like drawing them. So I was like, okay, you know what? That's another injury. Because I thought that scar looked nice there. So it was another injury. Um. Oh gosh, you know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I did that. And. One, way, okay, one sec. This <laughs> got kind of regained my thoughts of what I'm talking about. So, oh yeah, the scarring and things. Yeah, put it through a lot. And, you know, both her and Levi go through a lot. I mean, so... At this point, they see life as it's a very fragile thing. And she goes through points where she's not even sure whether it's worth it. She doesn't really have anything really to fight for. And she doesn't care about... She doesn't really go through things of caring about the cause so much. Because she doesn't think of freedom. She just enjoys fighting and using her weaponry and things. She's not too inquisitive of what she is or what the future will be. She hasn't thought about it. So she's definitely not planning on being with another person or bringing that in there. And I do want to keep the characters very much of this is what they're like. This is the canon story. These are the canon characters. I wanted it to be like... So when you watch it or when you read it, you can almost picture her in the background doing her thing. Just because she's just in that same story. So it was more character-based than plot-based. But then as it went on, I did... Obviously, I did tweak a thing, tweak things and... Um, you know, thicken the plot. So this isn't... I'm just adding another storyline rather than changing what's going on. Um, yeah, and she, she was inspired by, as I mentioned, Game of Thrones. She was... Her ability is inspired by Daenerys Targaryen. Her personality, not so much. Um, some of her design was. Um, I was not the inspiration for her design, okay? I stole her hair because I really liked it but yeah so she and she did start off with green eyes as well and I was like no 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 they're now like white like kind of a creepy white which I like especially when painting it because she does have a a slightly warmer skin tone to everyone because um she's oh I didn't even say this She's the niece of Shadis. And I thought, you know, give her some family connections that everyone knows. Um, but that's on her mum's side. Not the brand side. That's on the... Um, yeah, it's on the Shadis side. And he... Because he's... He is slightly... He does have a warmer skin tone. So hers is, is like his. Yeah, I just had to quickly get a streps or whatever you call it. Before I die. So, yeah, she has this skin tone, I guess, similar to here. So, it's really nice having that with the white, kind of cold eyes. Along with really warm hair. And that was kind of inspired by the Game of Thrones um, title. Because the books are called A Song of Ice and Fire. That's what the book story's called. So, I did like that combination of not having um, things that complement each other. I do like features that are very opposite and that stand out so like really light eyes and dark hair and really dark eyes with light hair that kind of thing i find them they're just i don't know in the characters especially they're so nice 
yeah, I'm remembering like every like 10 minutes to kind of breathe and drink tea with, oh gosh, I have a lemon and honey like strapsel and just drank some, actually no, it's pretty good actually. No, just overreacting to something that was actually pretty nice. Um, yeah, so that's her, her main kind of design, but you can envision her. Because at first I did artworks and I was like, I've done artworks of scenes, so certain scenes had an artwork to them. Put them on the website, they don't show up. <laughs> so that was annoying. Uh, especially one scene where she's like getting her, like, spoiler, she's getting her like her eye scar from a character I hate. And uh, yeah, I did it. Definitely just seem with like the eye bleeding, her just like on the floor with her like clothes torn, like been through some shit. And it didn't show up. <laughs> like no one sees it. Like I can't really just show a picture of that because it doesn't quite. It's impactful when you, you read it and then you see it. Rather than just be like, oh, okay, I've got to like dot, trying to join the dots of what picture goes where. So that's been annoying, but I've done a lot of artworks on it, and I think that's most, most of my artworks is drawing that because it just feels like, because some drawing and drawing characters can be really difficult, because I like them to look, I like it to be exactly how it is, from, and do my own little twist on it, which has made it a lot easier, but it can be really, really hard. However, I've drawn her so much, she has just become a natural thing that I can draw without having anything to reference or look at a picture, I can just kind of draw her out of nowhere so that's been nice so yeah Daenerys has been one of her references um there's been no consistency with this episode or anything like that back and forth to points forgetting what I'm saying and forgetting to breathe um so yeah Daenerys was one of hers it was um as a design point so was a Sami Sato from Legend of Korra I haven't watched that but I just saw that cat and I was like, damn, she looks really cool. So, yeah, so that's what you've got to understand. And also, you know, Wonder Woman. And I think even actually, a, like, Hawk Girl in the animated series, like, especially with the, I think, again, that's where the, like, the hair came in. So it just, it was a kind of a, what she looked like. A personality, I guess, is, it's not quite... Wonder Woman, not quite as for Wonder Woman is a very good, very pure character, so that's not her character inspiration. If anything, maybe a bit of Daenerys in there. In terms of she can be both. She's really, really compassionate, but she can be cold and ruthless and unforgiving when she can be. And she's not a very forgiving person. That's another weakness that Vesta has. She doesn't forgive, and that's why in the next um, chapter, she is going to have a lot of difficulties with certain events and certain people, and she has a lot to, she's still learning a lot, and she's still gone through lots of changes, and she's slightly become even less forgiven the more she's lost, she hasn't, she hasn't got it in her anymore to, to like, you know, to forgive, people don't deserve it. And she doesn't even know whether people deserve saving. So she's in between 
the side of Erin and the Scouts. She's with the Scouts because she is a loyal character. And she is loyal to them. But she understands the need for the, the freedom. And again, she doesn't really care so much for the future. As she doesn't see one. Not with her in it. Anyway. She definitely thinks she doesn't want to... It's not that she wants to die or anything like that. But she she does... She's just not optimistic about her survival. And that's why she throws herself in dangerous situations. But she doesn't really care for the outcome. I think that's why in a way... Yeah, she just throw herself in it. Because like, okay, if I die, I've died spectacularly and I can join such and such and I can I can rest but at least I know I've done everything I can to save who I need to so yeah she's made no plans made no plans for the future I went go like um yeah and I won't say too much more because that's that spoiler territory and I'm still kind of deciding certain things although there is one thing that I have decided and that is maybe upsetting maybe not but even then it's gonna be I hope if like how it is in my head is like oh my gosh this is spectacular this is amazing it's gonna be epic and then as soon as I write it down it's like bullet points so I'm taking my time with it I'm really taking my time, and when I'm taking my time, that means, and I'm I'm writing, I am writing, I swear. But thinking about writing is part of the process. So yeah, I'm thinking about it. Now I'm gonna do. I know. I know what's gonna happen with her anyway, and it'll be really fitting to the character. And I hope. You'll like it, and I hope you'll be there to read it, and to read it all. And just to remind some people who have asked, it isn't short, it's quite long. And it's not just one season or one chapter. Once you go to the bottom, you've got to hit next chapter. <laughs> Which seems obvious, but some people really confuse me, like, oh my gosh, is that it? I'm like, no. There's four, four seasons, like, slash four big chapters of this. And it was like, oh, okay. So, yeah. There's that. And I, yeah, I do hope you all enjoy it. I, hope you, I don't want to say too much about her and her character. Because I don't want to tell you. I want to show you instead. So, read the story. Um, AO3, or Archive of Your Own, under Opera Pharaoh. Um, under Demon of Fire. Find out, like, you make your own kind of decisions. What I think are her weaknesses. You might think, no. I actually think this is a weakness of hers. And what you find her strengths are might be different to what I find them. Um, and you might find her uh, unlikable. You might find her really likable. You might think that she connects better with this character than this one. You may be like, oh, actually, no, I ship her with with such and such yeah you might even have ships i've had some people who who have had ships with it and that, that is really fun but it, yeah romance of it was not intended 
and it's not even really evident but it's just because it naturally fit but it's still not a big part of the plot i've had to tag it as such because it's it's popular and you know with readers to go on to that kind of thing um but yeah do you want to apologize for the long long kind of pause as i have been working on all these things are really time consuming and lots of personal personal and um professional dramas and things like that but and honestly i've kind of i i didn't even know if i was going to continue doing podcasts again i was like i've allowed family (laughs) um didn't know whether i had you know the time or the mindset to doing it and i just didn't think of i thought so much to to talk about but then i I thought nothing to say um but yeah which you might hear my family in the background (laughs) but now i think i'm definitely i have i have the inspiration to do it and i want to be doing more and since you know it has become a more relaxed thing at sigil it's not as you know because if you put too much pressure on something that was meant to be enjoyable i'm not going to do it i'm going to be like no no this is this is a a thing that i do to wind down to pass you know to talk about something that i like other than to you know family members who don't get the references or things like that and because i'm not showing my family members or anyone like that my work not because it's like it's i don't know for some reason i don't know yeah they're not seeing it so yeah, it's nice to talk about, and yeah, the more relaxed it is, the more I'm going to want to do it. But I do think, like, it's another job that I've got a, like, deadline, deadline, deadline. I'm just, it's going to be too, too much, I'm not going to do it. But thankfully, due to a certain change, and a certain, like, you know, Moses, um, it is now good, good vibes, good atmosphere. And definitely feel in the best best space to do it and hopefully get back into the to the habit so yeah follow my socials if you haven't already it's opera pharaoh or if you want to specifically follow just my fan fiction like kind of thing um that's on twitter by the way um you can follow um Vesta brand which is spelled with a t at the end um 73 or some kind of number at the end of it you can follow that one if you just want to hear about that but if you want to hear about like all my other thoughts and like which tea bags are the best then you follow that one and um also check out you know our other shows on sigil we've got loads just in case just hearing my voice is just is not really good um and if you want to hear like a better quality of um podcasting and things like that and not someone like <laughs> with a cold and a strepsil and teeth and not breathing and rambling and i don't know doing what i'm doing um then check out you have failed really really good content there um and also and finally because 
if you're here, uh, don't, did I? No, I, that didn't sound right. And finally, as yeah, I do some historical content here. So if you if you're here for that historical content, check that one out as well, because that one talks about historical events, and it even does have one on Tutankhamun. Yeah, very interesting, which I probably won't do one on him. So if you are interested on in, in Tutankhamun and his, not his archaeology, but his, like, his actual life and his reign, check that one out. It's really good, accurate as well, um, and interesting, and he's just really naturally funny as well. So it, do, it doesn't, they're not boring, like he would find most historical things. Well, obviously I don't find history boring, but sometimes how it's said is not engaging for a lot of people. But he finds a really nice way to do that. Or, you know, on You Have Failed, that's a lot of stuff. That's a, that's a lot what goes on there. But it's always fun, always entertaining, and I always look forward to it. So, that's me done. Okay, breathe. For the, like, fourth time in this past, like, half an hour. So, I'll see you in the next episode. No idea what it's going to be about. But, I have a feeling, just like a slight little feeling that I'm going to be simping a lot. Which I haven't simped in this episode. Isn't that cool? That's amazing. I haven't done any of that. Great. That's a record. So next episode, I'm going to amp it up. I've got makeup for it. Don't know what it's going to be about, but it's going to be that. Anyway. Pharaoh out.